Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, welcome back, everyone, and this is our final uh, part in our series on our behaviour surrounding money. And we have, again, in the studio with us today is Leanne. Leanne, welcome back again. Thanks again for having me. It's been such an enjoyable experience. Yes, it's been interesting, hasn't it, just learning all these different things. But um, one of the things uh, that I've noticed keeps popping up in all of the things that we're talking about is the word preparation. And it seems to me that preparation is a vital thing that we need to do when we're looking at behavior change. Would you agree with that? I definitely do. I mean, I think that um, when you're able to think about these things clearly, when you think, when you're feeling inspired and motivated um, for these changes, um, you're much more likely to be able to um, do it in a good headspace. And so then you can really be clear about what you want. Uh, you can have good uh, communication with your um, spouse or your partner and and really work out what is important to you um, when you're feeling really, really inspired to make that change. So preparation is very important. So you're not trying to make a change when there's just too much going on. Too much going on, yeah. And, you know, I I think if I could give three examples of of uh, preparation uh, that we have organized with clients that this might be quite helpful to the to the listeners out there you know for instance sometimes people will make a decision to move back in with parents while they're saving for a deposit for a house and so to make preparation for that because it's not going to be as easy as living under your own roof you've got other people that you're now going to be with so what things do you need to put in place that are not going to rob you of your savings if you find being back at your parents place you want to go out every night it's not necessarily helping you so making sure that we address what that actually means and preparing what other scenarios that you could come across and what are the expenses that you're not aware of yet that may Uh, come upon you also things like people deciding to limit lifestyle spending in order to uh, achieve a big goal I know uh, sometimes people will limit lifestyle spending in order to have enough to get married or in order to go on a major trip Um, sometimes that's fine and people can be very focused but they they don't know what's hit them when they come across an episode of unbridled spending because we just can't do this anymore you know so really um talking to them about what are you going to do to 
uh, reward yourself along the way in order to be able to afford to keep saving so big. Um, and the other one would be, we often will do this, if somebody's about to, uh, you know, they find out they're having a baby and they're going to go on maternity leave, you know, if we can practice right seven months uh, ahead of time on um, living on that reduced income, then all of the money that you're saving while that's happening can either go towards building up the nursery or putting money to one side for when you do need some extra money when um when income is limited so they're all preparation things that we have done in the past with money um and so when we talk about preparation i think it's marvelous but we need to show people the potholes if you like that you might encounter along the way to what you think is going to be a rosy outcome yeah definitely i um that's it's there's such great suggestions and i'm just madly writing some of those down myself <laughs> own behavior money uh, changes um yeah. i think often when we're, we're preparing and we're we're getting ready to make a change that leads to the goal we want to make we make a pro con list we, you know we sort of say what you know what would be the pros of this what would be the cons of this but there's actually a really useful um behavior change matrix that you can do and um we'll we'll make a link to it or um i'll give it along to you chris so you can distribute but okay basically um the matrix has not only the pros and cons list so the positives of making the change um but also the positives if you don't make the behavior change and then oh. there's a list for the negative so if you do change what's the negative of changing and then again, if you don't change, what's the negative of um, not changing? Right. So that might sound quite complicated. Um, but if you're able to see um, on both sides um, what are the positives of making the change, but then again, what are the um, positives of not changing? And again, with the negatives, um, seeing the negatives of changing and the negatives of not changing you're able to see a, a greater perspective or, um, of what might get in the way of you changing or where you might sit, might, might be feeling sitting with this new behaviour change. Mm. Because when you fill out this matrix, usually the positives outweigh the negatives so you can clearly see that it's a good behaviour change. But perhaps your negatives outweigh your positives, as in you have found a lot of positives of not changing and a lot of <laughs> negatives of changing. And this might indicate that you're really in a position that you don't want to change or you're not ready to change. Wow, that is quite powerful, isn't it? It is, yeah, and quite um, um, confronting. Confronting, well. yes. <laughs> I find it fascinating because whenever I want to do something or change something, I only write a positives of changing and a negatives of not changing. I don't address the negatives of changing and the positives of not changing. That's quite interesting. I think it, that perspective that you're giving your brain of um, why this change is important or not you know not important um really helps later on your brain to be ready um mm. if you've decided to make the change um it, it sort of backs you up yes. so you're sort of you're trying to make that really clear um direction and then your brain's backing it up with all of these like you know things in the uh, 
in the back of your head saying, this is important because remember what you wrote down. And yes. the important thing about this matrix is, matrix is that you are really specific. So instead of just writing a positive of spending less is I'll have more money, yeah. you write something like I'll have greater freedom to use the money towards, say, uh, going on a holiday with my children or spending more time with my children mm. or um, – you know, that I won't have this feeling of dread or guilt when I've made the wrong choice because I'll be better prepared and, you know, I'll, I'll put, I would have put changes in place. So it's really important that you are make, making them very specific. Yes, yeah, I really do like that. I think, um, I think by having the four sections, positives for change and negatives for change, positives for staying the same and negatives for staying the same, I think you've allowed yourself, your mind to cast forward and actually come across some of the potholes, you know, so when a negative happens, let's, if I use the example of, right, I want to change, I want to start, not, I, I want to stop going out as much in the evening with my mates drinking or partying or whatever, because I really want to save for a holiday. And so the positives would be, I would have more money to save for a holiday, but the negative, if I face it, is, but I'm not going to see my friends or I might be lonely. Now, if I have not thought of those two balances of that change, when I'm sitting at home and I know my mates are all out having a wonderful time and I'm feeling lonely, I can say, now, Christine, you knew this might happen. You knew you might feel lonely, but you know why you did it. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm. And I, I think by doing all of these things, um, the matrix, the preparation, the real self-talk, your brain is getting continuous exposure of new ways of thinking and doing, which is basically priming where your brain upon, in this case, hearing a concept or a different way of doing something makes stronger connections and it's storing these into your long-term memory. So when you are faced with say a new spending opportunity you're more likely to be prompted to reconsider or at least remember your new behavior change mm. um and I, you know just on a personal note like i've been standing you know in the supermarket or the the shop and trying to work out whether this is an important spend and i've been prompted so um significantly but I've had to I've really notice that, yes, my brain is prompting me, but I have to actually make a choice. Yes. <laughs> so sometimes that's actually the hardest bit is actually moving forward. Yes, it's um, the making of the choice. That's a big deal, isn't it? It takes huge amount of, I think maybe takes a lot of energy to do that. Yes, and I mean, and that's why all of this stuff is so important because um, I'm reading a really wonderful book at the moment called The Art of Frugal Hedonism. Oh. And they discuss adopting a new template of behaviors so that we save the initial brain energy. So, for example, like we talked about last week when we're experiencing stress or moments of overwhelm, if we've already made the decision. Um, made the change, sorry, that initial brain energy is not required and mm. we've got the greater capacity to make better spending choices. Yes. And I mean, the amount of brain energy, it takes all this preparation and self-talk and all these things. No wonder we feel compelled to go with the flow normally, not, <laughs> not make any changes, just do what everybody else is doing. Yes. So 
if we can make those um, changes early, like prepare for the change, know where we're going, have those goals, Mm. um, when you are faced continuously with these choices and you're making those choices, um, it becomes automatic like we talked about in the first podcast and then you lose the – you don't have to spend so much brain energy on it and it becomes easy. Yes, gosh, you know, that really highlighted how important it is to spend some time thinking ahead. You know, we we live in such a busy world that often we don't have any time to actually sit and think. We've always got some noise going on somewhere, some advert going on. You know, I, I listen to some music and I have an advert coming on which is trying to sell me something. or So I can't even get lost in the music because I've got an advert coming on. I could be watching a really life-changing movie and then ads come on and, and bring up across my uh, path all this materialism that I might be trying to avoid. you know. But if we have gone ahead and prepared and really thought about it, to not have to exercise that massive energy because we've already made the decision. I really love that. I think it's just amazing. Yeah, and I think also it, uh, that brings up, you know, the important thing of um, looking at problem-solving, sort of, um, yeah, brainstorming barriers that might come up yes. that stops you from making that change. So, you know, and that's why it's really important to do both the positive and negatives um, when you're doing the matrix on both sides because it helps you see what might actually stop you yes. from making a change that leads you to your goal. And I've, I've heard you, t- um, you talk about doing this with your clients before, how you're actually saying um, what's coming up in the next month that might stop you from achieving your goal or yeah. what might get in the way and make it harder. Yes, yes. I, and I think that's really good because, um, you know, people will often, when we're preparing next month's budget, they'll say, you know, I'll ask them how much do they need for uh, entertainment or gifts or whatever. And they'll go, no, 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 that's fine. Just the usual stuff in the budget. And then I'll say to them, but May is Mother's Day. And, oh, that's right, it's Mother's Day. Oh, my goodness, it's my husband's birthday. You know, so I have to sort of do some prompting because they're just merrily going through life thinking, oh, no, the budget's right, the budget's right. Well, the budget's not right. The budget needs correcting every single month because life gets in the way. And so we have to, again, address that we're on track for our goals because we are confronting life and we're saying we still want to go to Aunt Betty's 90th birthday party and and really bless her, but I still want to go as a family to the Bahamas for my holidays, you know, so I don't want Auntie Betty's 90th birthday party to stop me doing that. So it's addressing what's happening in life and, and aligning it with what's coming up. Yeah, all of those things. No, that's really, really good. Mm. So um, I just had a few things that might also assist in the process of these behaviour changes and goals, if you're happy for me to share. Yes, that'd be Um, great. So I I think what's a really helpful thing, and we've talked about in the first two podcasts about how important it is to have support around you. Um, I think... While using that support, engaging in conversation with family and friends is really important about 
um, in terms of even just having a conversation about um, how you all view spending. Like, mm. um, I think of money... I'm sure you've talked about this before, is not often talked about. Um, you know, when you bring it up in a conversation, it, it sometimes is a bit of a um, taboo subject. Yes. Um, but I think when you do engage in conversation uh, about these things, you often find that you're in the same boat as someone else. Yes. Um, but that can be really, really helpful. Um, also reading books about it or uh, listening to podcasts like you're doing, um, Anything that sort of promotes a new way of thinking is helpful um, because it gives greater perspective and maybe greater reasons why the change is important. Yeah, no, that's um, really, that's good. Sorry, I interrupted um, you. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Um, I think also there's some really good ways to limit your exposure. Like if you're going through... Um, if you're really trying to focus on your behaviour change but there's lots of distraction like you were talking about before, um, that there are ways to limit your exposure to actually, you know, spending. Yeah. So there's things like um, not going to the shops <laughs> at all. I'm uh, currently living in a rural area and there's there's actually no opportunity to go to the shop. Um, and, you know, things close at 12 o'clock on a Saturday. And, yes. Um, but at first it feels um, restrictive, but it's actually quite freeing because you really mm. question, you know, do I want to spend, you know, that extra hour and quarter in the car trying to get to a place where to buy something that you may maybe not really, really that necessary. Yes. So it helps put time in between you know, making that purchase. Yes. Um, so just, yeah, thinking about, you know, maybe just limiting your exposure to that shop. Or, yes. No, I like that um, one because I think I made that uh, decision when I was a, a stay-at-home mum and we had to live on one income. I remember making a rule, and I still live by the rule now, even though I don't necessarily have to be so strict, but it was if I saw something at the shop, so let's say, for instance, I was going to buy a new outfit and the one I really liked was well beyond my price range. Um, I would come away from the from the show. I'd make a rule. I'm never going to make a decision on the day because it's going against what I know I can really afford. I would come away and think about it and go back the next day and get it if I've worked out how I'm going to do it. But often what happened in the process was actually if I just bought a new jacket instead of the whole outfit, the dress I've already got is really nice and I can or if I buy a new pair of shoes or, you know, something like that. So I've I've compensated or I've made something new out of something old. Do you know what I mean? Is that is that a good example? That's what I, I Yes, that's wonderful. And I you know, again, this is all just creating extra connections for the brain to remember, you know, and and get creative. It yes. allows the brain to get creative about how we're spending and you know, and the why we're spending. Yes, no, I love that. Okay, well, well can I just share one more thing yes, that I can. think is important? You can. Um, I had to do this recently, um, and that is if you're on social media, Inst I'm on Instagram, and unfollowing all those product brands that you've signed up to follow <laughs> is sometimes really, really helpful yes. because if not, you are constantly flooded with um you know, new ways and new opportunities to spend. Yes. And it's sort of, it, it really works against what you're trying to do to make those behaviour changes and yes. it's making it harder. Yes. So if you remove that sort of visual 
um, opportunity, I think it can really help and support your um, your preparation, your, your change and your goals. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. Well, once again, Leanne, I think it's been really enlightening. Thank you so much for joining us over the last three weeks. I know there's been a lot of conversation around the place of how good it's been to actually listen back and forth on, uh, you know, how we can have a look at these behaviours and how we can make the changes. Um, Those resources that you talked about, the matrix, or even any other resources for further reading that you might have, what I might do is say to the listeners if you email us at podcast at coachchris.com.au um, then we will um, and then write in the subject line um, matrix then we'll email those out to you and you can have a look at the um, those um, and I'm sure that you'll find that they're very useful so Leanne thank you very much hopefully we'll talk to you again in the future That would be wonderful. Thanks so much for having me on. I've really enjoyed it. No worries. Talk soon. Okay, everyone, we'll talk to you again next week.